I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week I am joined by the gorgeous Adrian from this series of maths. How are you, Petal? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm trying to keep my head as sane as possible. Like I'm trying to put things in place for that. Like make sure you get your sleep. Make sure you don't like go too heavy into this, you know, do normal things no. as well. Like, cause, cause at the moment you're trying to push it. Cause you know, it's, it's the, it's the minute to do that, isn't it? Yeah. But at the same time, like my eyes are spinning and I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> I need to get some sleep. You absolutely need to strike the balance. Right. And speaking from yeah. someone who's like fucking a little bit like longer in the tooth industry wise, you just need to be able to like defos make hair while the sun shines because it's so exciting and you're so great for yeah. this industry. You know, you should definitely do that. But also making sure you've got the best people around you. You're having some normality. You're staying grounded because the reason people love you is because you were such a gorgeous light and wonderful person and you're just Adrian yourself. And if you get too wrapped up in it all, you'll end up being a dickhead really fast. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's not necessarily, um, we had an event the other day and it, it's not as necessarily as fun as it looks. There's <laughs> just an awful lot of people who you don't know who are talking to you a lot and and then I've taken some friends and my friends are just sat there and I'm like oh god this is a lot and then you and then you feel terrible about your friends who don't look like they're having a good time because you try to merge these two worlds and you thought it would be exciting but it's ended up just being really weird honestly welcome to the first 10 years of my life yeah it's hard isn't it because I'm it's nice I want to chat to these lovely people it's nice but at the same time my friends are sat there and I can't cope and my agent was over there and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing and then I just end up racked with anxiety and sweating behind the knees and wanting to go home I'm like, actually, I'd really just rather be sat at home watching Strictly. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, but pick and choose, like, the best bits. Like, there'll be some amazing things that comes your way. Like, film premieres are always lovely. Like, awards are quite nice. But, you know, I stopped with the going to the opening of an envelope pretty fast because, actually, it's just not who I am. Like, I like going, I like sitting on the sofa with her, can much more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, like, the same like, would I rather be sat in the Oscars or would I rather be sat in the pub? Oh, it's a tough one. I'd probably <laughs> rather be sat in the pub with me mates. <laughs> I think you'd have a lot more fun. And, like, the Oscars just looks, like, really... Like it's lovely. These things are all lovely. But at the end of the day, you know, 
Yeah, no, honestly, mate. Fucking sitting in the pub with your mates and a pack of pork scratchings for the win every time. Every time. Just get me a pint. I am sound. <laughs> like, happy as a lamb. I just found out today, actually, that it's not the first time that you'd applied to be on Married at First Sight. So come on, talk us through your thought process, Adrian. Are you a fan of the show? Are you just really someone who really wanted to be married and in love? What was it? So... It's the, it is the first and only time I applied, okay. but it wasn't this year. It was last year that I applied for the first year. Okay. I applied for that one, and my friend who was on the show, Kate, she had said, this is perfect for you. You are so perfect for this, because it's all I've ever really wanted, and I've just ha- I've never had any luck. I've never had luck with men. I just haven't. Because um, they're so all I- a bunch of bastards, Adrian. Aren't they? Awful. Like, I'm like, do you know what? Leave it. It's all okay. I'm fine by myself. Um, but she said, she said, you're perfect for this. And also it was lockdown. So, you know, who's, whose head was in the, in the great spot at that point? You know, I'm sat here talking to me plants, having a chat. Like, no, no, I'm not in a great space. So I did my little video, sent it off. And then as I was watching the first series, I got a new job and I had to switch my email server. And then suddenly my junk box came up and they got back to me for that series, but I didn't see the email. So then they contacted me, one of the casting directors contacted me. I was sat in work and they sent me a message on WhatsApp and they were like, we'd really like to speak to you for the show. But I was dating someone at the time. It had been about five, six dates in. So not very long, but I liked him. So I was like, no. And then I didn't like him. Because he was a dick. <laughs> he then made some real dick moves. And I was like, you know what? I've got other options. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to get married on the telly. <laughs> yeah. Screw you. I've got a husband waiting. <laughs> well, I did it. That's, that's exactly how it happened. Get yourself a hat, you knobhead. I'll see you at the wedding. <laughs> Bye. And I saw last night, I was at this like cinema event. And... This girl come up to me and she was like, oh, you used to date my friends. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to know anything else about you other than your friend with that, friends with that wazak. <laughs> yeah, not for me. But that's how I ended up getting married. And it was so quick. It was like about three and a half weeks before the wedding day. Really? Literally, boom, turned it around. You know what, though? Having said that, I don't know why I act shocked because everything in TV always startles me. Like, I always think I must have been cast for this really late because I've only had a couple of weeks notice. And then I speak to everybody else and stuff and they're like, oh, no, we only had a couple of weeks as well. Like, I couldn't, I honestly don't think I could work in TV. I think the nerves and pressure I would get to us are doing everything last minute, to be honest. But when you're you're in there, like, you don't, it's 10 solid weeks of not having a clue about anything that's happening. Like, you'd just get in a car. You didn't know where you were going. The taxi driver would be like, where are you guys going to? I don't know. Just, I just sat in it. They told yeah. me to get in the car, so I got in. Like, that's it. It's insane, isn't it? That was exactly how my life was in Geordie Shore, you know, just like yeah. going sort of where you're told and doing what you're told to do. And it actually led me, I was really frustrated with it. Um, I didn't enjoy the process at all. How did you cope? Were you able to relax? Did you? Eventually you relax, but very quickly I did, the summer before um, COVID hit, I went and did my like first travel experience. I went to Thailand and Vietnam um, for about eight weeks. 
Um, have you have you been to Vietnam? No, but I have. Oh, you've got to go to Vietnam. It's <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal. But I did that. But while you're there, like you're going through, you're, like I was traveling around, but people would just come up to you and be like, all right, there's a sticker. And they'd stick a little blue spot on you. And they'd be like, right, so you need to get this one. There. And you never had any idea. There'd be like 18 butters and they'd be like, get on that. Like you ju- you don't, didn't know anything that was going on. And it was just a sticker system with a color that you had no clue. And it reminded me of that. Like I'm, you've just essentially got a, relinquish responsibility and just trust that you're going to get to where you're going and I always got there I got across those countries no problem so I guess I gave the same trust to the tv show (laughs) scary (laughs) no but then you are so right to just relax and trust in the process because I suppose I know you and Thomas haven't ended up like a romantic couple and you're not husbands and all the rest but I actually feel like your relationship was my highlight of the series and I hope I hope it. I hope you got out of it something beautiful. Because for an audience, Jesus me, it was lovely to watch. Yes, you know, it was such a great journey, wasn't it? You know, yeah. we wanted to kill each other. We couldn't <laughs> stand each other. Like, no, what nothing was making sense to either of us. And it, you know, we took the time and put the effort in to you know, ma- you know, we everything those experts said, we did it. We loved a task. We get so excited when we get a task to do. We loved it. It was brilliant, and they genuinely helped us understand and see each other differently. And so, you know, that was great. It was really, it was a really lovely thing that happened. Oh, and um, but like it didn't start off so lovely, did it? Because. No. I mean, talk me through how you're feeling on the date of your wedding. Like marrying uh, a stranger, just sort of no clue what you're going to get. And then you see Thomas, go on, tell us what you're thinking. I knew, I could see exactly what Thomas was in two and a half seconds. Exactly <laughs> what he is. I can see you a mile off, a mile off. The second I turn around, I'm like, I am in for a ride. and then in his vows he's like i'm a lot of work i'm like yes i can see that this is a big job for me but then you know and honestly i do think and i i I love thomas i adore him he does exactly what he says on the tin you know you stand with him i do think you helped him grow a lot adrian you know that became you know an important part of it for me as well you know became so invested in each other and he would help me at times as well you know any of my own personal insecurities he'd be like ignore that you're beautiful oh ignore that you're beautiful shut up you're beautiful all the time like if I feel very nice like I don't I don't look very nice today he'd be like is there something wrong with you are you stupid Like, (laughs) like shut your mouth don't you like if I spoke badly about myself he would be like don't you speak about yourself like that like all the time and he'd always be like what why are you worried about your outfit look at the state of them men look at the state of them <laughs> like why are you worried why are you worried about that look at them men like, all right then <laughs> he, like honestly he is such a like he's such a mood elevator isn't he like he must he's good for the soul thomas like if he's on your team of course like fucking hell i'd hate to be against him if he's on your team then he is an absolute asset and also just hilarious. You're just going to have a really funny time. If he's not on your team, anything's possible. Oh, war, war betide you, mate. Like, I absolutely would never want to be on the wrong side of Thomas. And I used to be, like, one of the most feared women in reality TV, and that's me saying it. I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> 
Oh, do you know what though? He 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 goes in hard and heavy, and then exhausts himself, and then leaves. And I'm spent. Yeah, he gets tired. <laughs> I can see it in him. He's like, him. I'm sorry. He's like a toddler. He comes booling in, causes utter chaos, and then just and goes. I want to go to bed. <laughs> he did that. What he do? He would go to bed. He would go to bed, and I would get back to the apartment, and I'd be like, "Oh, there he is." Conked out, flat as a pancake. Gone. He was never, always, always just conked out. Like I'm, I'm usually the last to leave a party. He's the best. He's the best out. Walk in, fuck shit up, and walk out. He does. I saw this thing on Twitter with Thomas like stood there all proud with his wedding outfit on, and then like a, an exploding building behind him. I'm like, there's my husband. <laughs> Oh, favorite. Honestly, so many of my favorite moments in the series revolved around you two guys. But, like, I have to ask. Okay, here we go. Okay. What, right. You described it as a cross between like eight from steps and Claire Balding, right? If, if you had to be described as one, which would be your fave? <laughs> Hate from steps, just because I was a massive steps fan when I was a kid. But I need, if you're going to make me hate from steps, it needs to be when steps were like when when we were kids. Yeah. Not 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 now. Like I want the twenty one year olds. Yeah. Oh. Who doesn't want to be twenty one again? I think that's a perfectly acceptable. And I like these curtains. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Got, lo- got a lovely weave, I need like. I'm for oh, it. We are big fans of H at the Secret too here. Um, <laughs> I obviously um, think things worked out pretty well for you guys, you know, but there has been loads of stuff that's come out in the press um, about the other couples and other people's, um, I suppose, experiences with the the show, you know, and it hasn't all been like plain sailing for people um in particular i i know matt has come out and said he's really struggled with his mental health post filming and stuff um do you think maths did enough in terms of like duty of care and were you well looked after because obviously i've been through the obviously not that i didn't marry a straight chap i did get engaged on geordie show to a man i really i really didn't know that well so (laughs) Fucking shite! (laughs) (laughs) So obviously I can like, I can completely relate to the process and I feel really protective, you know, when I say in particular, like really like quite clearly some like vulnerable people on these shows and then also like some really young people if we're talking about things like Love Island, you know, I often sit there and I think, you know, it's all very well and good when you're having a nice time on this, but then you're going to come out to a real world with real people having very real and often sometimes so harsh and unfair opinions. Like I do, I get quite protective and worried um, because it is tough, isn't it? It's scary. You know, I get so many people now messaging me saying, you know, I'm thinking about applying for this, you know, and I've tried to say on my like question and answer stories on Instagram a few times, like if you want to do it, go for your life. Yeah. don't think it's even as easy as it looks on the telly. It's harder. It's much harder than that. And then you come out and you've got to be able to take the rough with the smooth. You've got no choice. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. And it's out of your hands as well. You know, if you were an overly controlling person, you can't do this. Nah. You can't. You can't be made for it. You don't know what people are going to say to you. You know, we had a, a very serious chat with the executive producer before we went on. And she was like, you know, when you come out of the show... 
people might be just entirely lovely at you and you might go to the pub and people will be like, you were great on the show. But someone else might say, you were an absolute dick on the show and throw a pint at you and we can't control that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was a very oh. real talk. Yes. Very real talk. But that's true. That could happen. I could go to the pub now and someone dislike me from the show, not know me, but just dislike me from the show and chuck a pint at me. Yeah. You got the cup of piss, you know? <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, mate, have you got any behind-the-scenes gospel work? Because I feel like I've seen all the ups and downs, but I'm like, there must be something I didn't see. Oh, right, go on, answer us that one first. I'm showing me true fangirl colours there because I was about to launch into another question straight away. Well, go on. I'm trying to think, like, what do you want any particular? Because there's so right. much... I need to understand Whitney, mate. I need to understand that because I feel like if, obviously I'm going out with like a Turkish Cypriot fella, Erkan, yeah. um, and he had certain elements like Duke, you know, like very dark, very handsome, like quite hairy and all that. Like other, other than that, like Erkan's very different. But it was his little mom and dad that really gave me like Erkan's mom and dad vibes. You know, they've been together their whole lives since Olgan was like yeah. 18 and they're so gorgeous and lovely. And you do, you want to have a relationship that emulates that. So I completely understood where Duke I was coming from. And to me, it was mad. I know everyone has different types and stuff and you might not take every single one of your boxes, but it was insane that a woman wouldn't be kind and give him like a really nice. Well, like, anyone, yeah. anyone. Just, be, just give someone a chance. I think that's what Whitney's problem is. You know, she saw some things in Duca that didn't work for her. A red flag. I mean, that's, fine. that's fine. But it's fine once you've got to know him. Mm. You've got to give someone a chance. Yeah. Um, and she never gave him a chance from the moment. Go. Literally, boom, you're stood at the altar and there's not a chance. Like, I saw Thomas coming a mile off. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to give him a chance and Mm -hmm. give myself a chance to, you know, find some happiness in this. And that's why, we, you know, it's not a one-way street. I want happiness, he wants happiness. And we tried to find that within each other. But it wasn't easy. And so that's why when, when Matt came and said, your relationship's completely fake, I was like, you can jog on, mate. Oh, honestly. Honestly. Don't come for me. That was like that for me was actually one of the best parts. And I'm like, hang on a second. If somebody's going to tell me about my relationship, it is not going to be the fella who didn't even give us a chance. Like, you didn't even walk down the aisle with her. So shut up. I yeah. love that. I was like, show me the lie. 
Show me the lie. Adrian is talking no. facts. Because there wasn't a lie. Because what we were there for is we are working towards a marriage. And that was a brilliant marriage. Yeah. There just was no sex. <laughs> it actually sounds marriage. like most marriages I know. <laughs> I was very much insistent I will not come hell or high. If I go home tonight and I think I want to rip your clothes off, yeah. I'm still not doing it because I'm not doing it on telly. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, and that's that. It's not the format of the show. It's not a necessity. I don't want it. I don't want to do that. Like, so whether I wanted to or not would have made no blind bit of difference. Um, but yeah, well, I'm trying to think of some good gossip that I could give you on the Whitney thing. You know what? Whitney's not. Would you know when you're sat with Whitney, you could sit in a room with Whitney now. And you'll have a nice chat. Do like, you think so? Because I would nice. love. I would love that. Like, I. Was I actually have not obviously I've just watched the show. I'd be mad to think I knew her. It doesn't stop some people, but I think I, I'd be crackers. But yes, yeah, so I, I watched her and I just sort of thought, you scare me. You're so intimidating. Yeah. Like I, I think I'd probably just feel a little bit, yeah, a bit intimidated by her. On the very first dinner party, you go into the mixer and I didn't speak to Whitney then, but as her and Duca walked in, I was like, geez, who's this woman? Wow. Formidable. Frightening. And then we're on the corner of the table, of, of the right end of the table, and I'm one corner and she's on the next. So I'm sat next to Whitney and I sit down. We've not said one word to each other. Mm-hmm. Not one. We've never spoke. And then our dinner's served and I've been served, I don't remember what it was, steak, chicken, I'm not sure. Yeah. She's been served... A, a, a vegetable option mm-hmm. and I was like oh you're a vegetarian vegan vegetarian she's like vegan I'm like oh gosh you know well done like you know I don't know if I could do it yeah and she just looks at me and she goes it's not that difficult and I'm like oh we don't know each other why are you coming at me already <laughs> like I'm just trying to make conversation because that's the only thing that I can see to make conversations about you right now because everything else around you seems very unhappy <laughs> And and then Duca stood up and did like a speech, which is so Duca. Let me be clear. I love the man. He is the most irritating man I've ever met in my life. (laughs) And I tell him, I tell him constantly. Like now I'm like, Duca, shut up, man. Like, shut up. Like, but he stood up to do a speech and she just sat there with a cauliflower and and just rolling her eyes at him. And I'm sat there like, what? So hostile. So, so mean. Hostile. Like, what has happened? But then, you know, I I, I defended her in that first commitment ceremony because she was just, it wasn't even a case of right or wrong. Uh, she just needs a hand. Like, she's, she was so broken. More broke than what showed on TV. She was so upset. And, and you know, she couldn't get a word in edgeway. She couldn't get her words out. It was... It was horrible. Honestly, one of the most horrible things ever for me to watch. Like, just seeing someone who's so upset and I can't cope. So I don't even care. I don't care if she's the most wrong or the most right. I'll discuss that with her as well. But at this very moment, she's broke. Yeah. Give her a breather. Yeah. Don't don't add fuel to this terrible fire of a very upset person. Like, I just can't do that. Like... Even if it was my worst enemy, I'd be like, right, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Go and calm yourself down. Yeah. Do you think that's what it is with Whitney? Do you think she is profoundly, like, just a little bit hurt and a, a bit broken and probably needs to work on herself a bit? And the whole, like, you know, very strong, sassy, formidable woman thing's a bit of a defence mechanism. 
I think it is. But you know the one thing I'll say about Whitney? She 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 kept it, didn't she? She, she didn't really break. Oh, fuck me, no way. She did have some really gooey moments with Matt, which made me want to bomb. Uh, honestly, mate, when they first necked on and he made that sound, I actually want—I well, wanted to be sick. I'm oh, not oh. like I don't want to dig anyone out because I fucking love the series and every character made it brilliant. But honestly, I thought, what the fuck was that? If some fella made that noise at me, I'd run a mile for your first kiss. Ugh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not, no, it won't. When I was watching it, I was like, this time the sofa. You know, when you're like, you can't cope and you need to just escape, but you've got nowhere to escape to. I'm like, oh, gosh, what's happened? Oh, it was awful, babe. It was awful. But, right, across the board, like, I feel like in terms of success, they didn't re- successful marriages we haven't really had many this series, have we? Have you? No. So, obviously, I feel like, you and Thomas, for me, the writing was on the wall. I could see as well, like, beautiful for each other, but there wasn't that romantic connection there, so to speak. Um, and, you know, I kind of had such high hopes for John and Shanita, but then that all fell apart as well. So that yeah. was a real curveball for me. Um, me too. Did I hear right that the only people still together are Zoe and her partner? Zoe and Jenna. Yeah, Zoe and Jenna. Is those the only ones still together then? As far as I know. Oh. Yeah, but in fact, yeah, it is. It's not yeah. as far as I know. It is. None of them are together. <laughs> I think who are still even like friends. So, what? Who like anyone? Nah, do you think there's any chance of George well, Shanita coming back from. No, no. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, I don't want, I don't want to speak for either of them. Um, I just don't think at this moment Jordan's necessarily there. It's just mad because he, he went into this experience like knowing what he was doing, you know? It's not like I did the first ever series of X on the beach, right? And like right. everybody there was like quite allowed to be angry when the exes started walking out because I thought you didn't know what you were signing up for. This is fine. Yeah. But you cannot reply for married at first sight and then at the end go, oh, I don't want commitment. Yeah. Like, that's fucking surely like an oxymoron, no? Yeah, you. Know, I mean, you know what you're doing. But yes. that was a very common, like, theme through, throughout the TV show for me. I'd constantly be looking at people like, they'd be like, you know, the the, the, the producers have said this. Well, yes, that is, that's because they're a television producer. What do, what do you, where do you think you are? <laughs> where do you think you are? Like, are you joking? Like, I mean, I won't say who, but there was a few people who would constantly sort of go try and go against it being like, let's, you know, I'm not going to say anything on the camera or I will, we'll be here all day. Fucking well done. Honestly, and people will be like, I'm not filming today. You are not Beyonce. Grow up. You ah! are there to do a job. Like, get on with it. Like, if you, you can have whatever emotion you want. And that was the thing that I thought was great. It was so much more, it was so less produced than I expected it to be. There was definitely times when we were having our one-to-one chats with the camera people where they'd say, oh, can you say this? And I'd go, no. Nah, yeah. That's not how I feel. And they'd go, all right. Like, they've tried their look. You're a TV producer. Of course you're going to try your look. Of course you are. But you choose whether to say it or not. You know, some people have said, you know, there was so much wine available and you chose to pick it up. <laughs> you chose that. And it, go- and it goes back to being responsible for yourself. Yeah. You know? that. I mean, honestly, you're just speaking sense, Adrian. I could listen. Well, like, it's okay. not my fault. I was really drunk. What? What Did, did, they, did they do that to you? <laughs> did they? 
or did you pick the grass up? Like, <laughs> sorry. No, you're so right. I am desperate to play a little game with you before we get your secret. Oh, we're doing a game. Yeah, we're right. doing, we are, babe. We're doing a quick game. It's dead easy. I'm going to tell, I'm going to say a name of someone from this series of maps and I want you to see the first thing that comes to your head after, okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thomas, oh, okay. Thomas is great at this, so no pressure. But your your ex husband smashed it. So come on, I'll, I want you to bring your A game, son. Uh, right, hang on. Okay, go on then. Okay, you ready? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Just um, not for me. Just not for you. You can't like everybody. You can't. Like can't. Everybody. And you don't. Need, you don't like me. Well, exactly. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two way street, isn't it, son? Exactly. Right. Carry on. Gosh. <laughs> Zoe. Lover, my favourite. <laughs> April. Wet. <laughs> PG. Oh, kind. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, Duca. Irritating. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> and finally, Thomas. Tricky. <laughs> Tricky Thomas. Tricky. Oh, baby. Thomas is tricky. He's a tricky man. He is. And you know, what you brought out in each other was absolutely lovely, but I do wonder what's next for you, Adrian, because Thomas has made, you know, his new relationship very, very obvious and out there. Are you on the lookout for love? Like, do you remain, do you remain like wanting to get married? Has nothing changed? I have wanted to get married since I was about 10. I'd have signed myself. I don't want to be on that shelf. I'd have signed myself off a long time ago. But at the exact same time, I am very happy single. So yeah. if you're not going to come come around and add something great to my life, yeah, then I'm fine by myself. Do you know what, babe? I feel like that's so healthy. But also I feel like, you know how Pete Wicks is on something like series fucking 17, a celebs go date, and like he just keeps going back. I feel like potentially I would happily say you go back on maths every year. Like, granted, like, as long as your mental health is all right. <laughs> do you know what? So many people have said, like, would you do it again? I'd do it again. Why not? I want them to go until they get it right for you. Like, yeah, keep going every season. <laughs> just keep turning up. Although, you know, like we did the Christmas filming. Um, recently, it was yeah. like a week or so ago of the Christmas reunion, and the second I walked in, I was like, "Oh gosh, like this is a bit of a headache." I don't know if this is flogging a dead horse at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can, don't know if I can take it. Like it's a lot. It's hard going. I think when you're in that mindset, it's okay. And- you know, it's a bit like Groundhog Day, you just keep going. But when you've removed yourself from that situation and you've remembered how lovely it is getting up when you want and being around your friends and family and not being in around quite a confrontational kind of situation, it, it you forget when you go back in, you're like, oh God, this is actually really toxic and hard. It is a bit like, you know, there's a lot of toxic in the air. You know, I, I remember being on the show and we were, I think it was one of the, dinner parties, the pre-drinks, the dinner parties. And it was sort of, if you notice, there's like a, it ended up being two gangs, really. Yeah. Like, and Oh, I know which team I was on. And Whitney was like, oh, this toxicity is just not for me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you guys are saying that. You guys are saying that. Are you joking? <laughs> you are bringing so much. So this, your side of the table is bringing a hell of a lot. Like, <laughs> do be careful what you say, babe. Like, yeah. 
Oh, I'm so pleased it's over for you. I'm so pleased it worked out as well as it did. Um, I hope we see more of you on our screens, Adrian. Oh, me too. You know, it's been fun. But maybe, maybe not married at first sight. Although, do you know what? If they said... We've got you a new husband. I, I couldn't. I think I'd, I think I'd have to go. I'd have to go and see. I'd have to go and see. And then dip week one if it weren't working. <laughs> Curiosity would get the better of me as well. Um, here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a tiny little pearl of wisdom right before they leave. And I think it's, even though you've said loads of really lovely, insightful things, the thing that stuck with me, Adrian, right from the very start of this conversation was... How you learn to accept yourself, you know, and I think it doesn't matter whether you're straight, gay, bisexual, whether you're coming to terms with anything from sexuality to body shape to skin color. Like we all have this personal journey and we all have this real struggle to accept ourselves, I think. So I'd want to know what your secret was to learning to accept yourself. I think it would have to be, like I said earlier, responsibility. Taking responsibility of your own truth of your own self, your own actions. And I think to put like something massively into practice, sit on it. And if you still want to say it the next day, then say it. Yeah. Oh, babe. Thank you so much for being such a lovely guest. I've abs- I've been fucking dying to have you on. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've like actively campaigned. I was like, I need Adrian. So thank you for being as lovely as I thought you were going to be. Thank you very much for being as lovely as I thought you were going to be. Yes, full house. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 